I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. This is episode number 118. I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today we have another special guest. John Morris has 20 plus years in sales, marketing, and communications. He is currently focused on building the Club Colors brand, media presence, communication style, messaging, and culture building to drive internal success and external awareness. John has trained and managed hundreds of salespeople, driven growth for multiple brands, and designed strategies to build culture, recruit talent, and retain clients and staff members. John has transitioned from traditional sales practices to a new style of social media, communication, and content to create brand awareness and brand attention that drives lead generation and influences prospective clients to buy over being sold. John's not only driven within his career, but he also is passionate about motivating and supporting young athletes to be their best by coaching his son's baseball and football teams. John, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. Let's go, Jeremy. You nailed that, my friend. You are hired you are now going to do all voiceovers for us. That was absolutely tremendous. <laughs> thank and you. Thank every you. word that I heard, I thought to myself, oh, no, I'm getting really old. <laughs> Some people say I couldn't have written it better myself. You know? <laughs> oh, man, you're right. Exactly. Boy, awesome. Talk well, about talk about arrogance in a paragraph. Right. <laughs> Jeez, whiz. That's the beautiful thing about these these uh, these intros, though, man. I like that yours gets people so fired up. And well, if I had somebody else write it, I'm sure it would have come across a lot different. <laughs> we don't have a whole lot of uh, advocates, you know, rocking, uh, sitting there going, let's write something great about this guy, right? <laughs> well, I would, I, I would argue that because I've, I've seen your podcast and I've seen the reviews. And let me tell you, my friend, um, I know we want to focus on your core brand, but that podcast of yours is getting some great attention. So cheers. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm trying to be like you. What did you say? A hundred and something, 180 episodes. One, in, eight, my friend? 118. You are number 118. 118. Well, we'll round it up. We'll edit that in. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, man. You are on fire. I'm trying to be like you when I grow young. <laughs> well, look, I'm pumped to have you here. And I want to know all about you, all about club colors. Um, but before, before we do that, um, I want to kind of let the audience know that before we were talking, John and I kind of found this interesting little component that we're going to talk about later in the episode, that if you are a sales rep, you're a sales team manager, you're a CEO and have any amount of sales reps at all, you're going to be very interested in. So stick around for that. Um, but John, tell us how you made this transition from being you know, in a more traditional sales, sales leadership role to where you're at now and what that role looks like. Yeah, interesting enough, um, you know, in order to move up in any role, you have to be able to create your replacements, right? And mm -hmm. so anytime that you are in a role, you should always be focused on the day-to-day -day steps to be most effective. And it's probably best to do that authentically within your own style and methodology, but at the same time, follow process that the organization asks for. And so one of the things that we believe here at Club Colors is that you, you act like and you operate like the role you want to be in, right? Uh, not the role that you're in currently solely, right? So you got to do the role you're in, right? 
mm-hmm. but you should always be adding to that. And that should come before title. It should be, it should come before pay increase, right? If you really want to drive forward in an organization, you do the role before you come to become the role. Right. So one of the things that I had recognized was I had this, this just unbelievable amount of talented people that I'm surrounded by. And we had identified folks that were going to move into a management role and we started to build out career paths. So we wanted to bring people up in order to be able to scale effectively. And in doing so, these folks just absolutely took it and did it better than I could. And then I'm like, oh, no, I better start preparing for the next thing. So the next thing became, you know, with with uh, the pandemic and not being able to be in front of clients, give tours, go out and meet with clients in person, go to shows, do all those things. We had to find a way that we could extend our reach still get across to folks. So we started to mess around with what we probably were late to the game at, but, but figured out social media, podcast creation, content creation, all these different things. And I kind of just decided, hey, look, this is an avenue where I can actually utilize some of my skills and fill this void that exists within the organization. And it kind of uh, was interesting. I just started doing it, right? And about a year and a half earlier, the CEOs of the company were out on a retreat and they called me up and they said, look, you've got some really interesting corks about you, right? Like as a director of sales, there's things that let's be honest, you are just terrible at, but there's other things that you're extraordinary at. And it's our job as CEOs of the organization to recognize talent and put you in the position that is going to fulfill you the most and allow you to thrive and um, be a benefit to the organization. Well, the folks coming up behind me were killing it. They were crushing it. And there was that void. So I started moving into more content creation, creating the podcast, starting to really partner with um, our clients and our vendor partners um, to create strategic alliances and ways that we could collaborate. And next thing I know, I am executive director of brand and we are going full force with this because it's all about creating brand awareness. And by the way, we are a brand management firm. So we need to be able to have proof of concept and be able to do this to be able to prove that not only can we do it for ourselves, but we can do it for other clients. Right. And that's been the transition. Beauty, beauty. So so this whole experience has been within Club Colors. Is that right? Yeah, I, I had been in sales for, you know, since I was 21 years old. And even before that, I was. You know, I own my own painting company, so I was painting houses. But, you know, once you get to two or three crews, you're not really painting. You know, you're going job site to job site. You're working estimates. You're doing the walkthrough and all that stuff. So sales just kind of became ingrained in me. And I'm, you know, talking to doctors and lawyers and successful business people that are allowing this 21-year-old knucklehead to paint their house. Um, and, you know, you've got to be able to communicate and and convince and influence and make them feel comfortable to hand you a check for three grand, four grand, right? Mm-hmm. And in many cases, give you a deposit for $500, $600 to buy the products and so on. So I started kind of in that sales thing. And then I moved into, you know, different door-to-door types of sales. Next thing you know, I landed at a consulting firm. Within two years, I was an executive uh, sales leader there. And then within four years, I was running a $60 million sales uh, team, sales region. So it just really kind of got into me. And mm-hmm. Uh, then transition into sales management and progress. So this was really interesting for me because it was scary. I was leaving something that I had worked on and try and and nurtured and fueled to become uh, proficient in it and successful in it. And now I'm being asked to do something that is completely outside of what I had done in the past. 
And to be honest with you, the first three months of doing this new role, I was petrified, still am sometimes, had complete imposter syndrome. And it's really cool. The folks at Club Colors, our CEOs, our leadership team. Um, you know, it's interesting when you have people that believe in you more than you might believe in yourself. What an asset to have as a human being. And I feel that way. I mean, they kind of nurture me along and they almost have to calm me down. Like you're playing the long game, brother. Like, like slow your roll, like follow process, put systems in place, put controls in place, adjust, modify, have agility, correct, keep going. Right. Mm -hmm. But be patient. The results are going to come. I'm used to like talk to client, demo with client, back and forth a couple times, nurture the client along, advise, get them to buy, mm -hmm. follow up. Nurture again, yeah. go through this, right? And repeat. this, and, and it's like a three week cycle, mm -hmm. right? And this is like months, you <laughs> yeah. know, of, yeah. of getting a whole, instead of one on one, it's thousands of people I'm trying to get to. Mm. And you know this from doing a podcast. You're trying yeah. to get thousands of people to go, I want to listen to that dude. Yeah, exactly. Now that That's awesome. And I know, um, you know, for, for me, I was, before I went out on my own with my company, Permission to Sell, um, and eventually the podcast. I was director of admissions at an online university. And oh, when I, you would have been one of our clients. Yeah, there we go. And, uh, the big thing for me was that identity that that role had become my identity. Isn't that the key? It, it really is. And so I can imagine you going from more of a traditional sales role to this executive role eventually. And like, just that transition of having to change your perception of who you are to make it work is probably a, I'm, I'm guessing, but you know, it would, I would expect would be a challenge that not only wasn't expected, but was really tough to kind of navigate on your own, or at least it was for me. Jeremy, I'd like to think that I'm superhuman, just like you. When I say <laughs> superhuman, I don't mean that I have superhuman skills. What I mean by that is I'm very much a human. Okay. Yeah. So when I say superhuman, I mean, I'm very much a human being. And yeah, we all have those trials and tribulations and second guess and, and all those thoughts. And, you know, mindset, behavior, technique equals success or sales success. Right. Mm. So for me, it was really just getting the mindset around becoming the role. Right. And in sales, I knew when I walked into a room, I knew how to institutionalize. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to do it. This is what you should expect. By the end of this, we're going to make an agreement. And we'll determine whether or not we move forward. Had that down, right? Yep. Knew what questions to ask. Knew that my hook had to earn the right to get me to the question asking. The better the hook was, the better the question asking was because their answers would be better because they trusted me and I was credible. And then the questions would be more detailed. And then I was able to transition that into, you know, quantitative numbers where if they have this problem and this challenge, if you don't have that problem anymore, that's pure profit that goes back into your business back into your department you're able to take that and go do bigger and better things i'm going to free up time. like i knew that process inside out mm. and all of a sudden you go to this new process and you're the leader <laughs> and you got to kind of complete like i'm the leader and i'm like wait a minute i what so now i'm dealing with marketing people that are ultra creative and mm. i'm creative in my mind mm -hmm. i'm not creative in the sense of having the skill to put together unbelievable graphics right and all these mm -hmm. different things so now you're talking a different language with marketing people mm -hmm. who are like, okay, great idea. That doesn't work. That's not possible. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, it was kind of going back to when I started with club colors, the CEO said, Hey, the first six months, just ask questions. Like who gives you that much time in a role? That's that was amazing. pretty cool. Yeah. Like just analyze, get the know, 
build trust, understand what you what you have. Then we'll talk implementation. Because I had been like at a turnaround company where we went in. And it was like in two days, we're like, we're fixing this. We're changing this. We're doing this. And this has been like slow roll, patient, premium stuff. Mm. So um, that's been a real transition. And that's been exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, it's launching me to these parts of my being that I didn't know existed. Amazing. So I felt a lot of growth in three, four months that I've been in this role. Which is yeah. really cool. That's great. I love because you you kind of shared two different points. One was, you know, helping the people that you were guiding become as good or better than you. And it's funny you say, you know, you got to be the role before you're in the role. My dad always told me, dress for the role you want or the job. Oh, you your want, dad's not a the smart job man. you have. It's one of the like, yeah, top three pieces of advice he gave me was that, uh, which beautiful. is why. You know, I show up on the show. I don't think I've ever recorded an episode of my podcast without a collar on. Just you know, you look dope, brother. Right? You look dope. <laughs> but I got to thank my dad for that. There you um, go. But but then also the having the courage to be able to go and and take on something that feels totally new, even if it's in the same realm, feels totally new, and you're you're trusting your ability to figure it out, not trusting the confidence that you already have everything down pat. And yeah, and you know, it's giving yourself that's such a great point, man. It really is. It's giving yourself the the grace mm-hmm. and yeah. the courtesy that you would give others. What's interesting, we 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 often give other people more courtesy than we give ourselves. Mm. Like, you know, when somebody's coming into a role, we really put them through the training process, we hold their hand, right? We jump in on calls if we feel like they're kind of going backwards and we want to want them to succeed, we recognize them when they do. And, you know, we create enablement where it's a constant ongoing coaching and understanding their psyche and all these different things. Right. We don't do that for ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Like, so it's interesting when you have people around you that are like, dude, look in the mirror. Okay. Look at how much has happened in the last, like, I understand you want to get to the finish line, but like, you got to run the whole race. You don't get to just jump to the finish line. Yeah. So that's a note out there. I know a lot of folks that are in sales listen to your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Like, stop trying just to get to the close. Yeah. Be patient. Give yourself grace. And in giving yourself grace, you're giving the client grace. It doesn't mean be a, a wallflower or be a wilting flower, you know, that just kind of falls over when the client objects. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you got to give yourself time to let the sales process work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very cool. Now, I want to move into Club Colors, and I want to learn more about about the company, um, what you guys do. Uh, I'll I'll let you give, like, the the overview, ultimately, of what Club Colors does, and then I'm going to dig in because there's that one key point that we are going to hit home for the audience that I am so excited about. But you got you that go cliffhanger. Ahead. I like it. Um, so Club Color is a full service brand management firm. And, and when we say that, I always say to people, I'm like, okay, what the heck does that mean? Right. Um, so the art is to communicate it in the, in the easiest terms. So th- look at a business. Actually, just look around you. Look at all the things in your life that have a logo on them. Right. Somebody had to source that product, right? Somebody has to decorate that logo. Somebody has to distribute it. Somebody has to package it, kit it. Somebody has to fulfill it. Somebody has to ship it direct to doorstep. And in some cases, you want to get even deeper. Some people have to conceptualize that, right? Because it might be a custom thing. So think of all the things you could put a logo on. 
Club callers can source it, decorate it, distribute it, ship it, kit it, fulfill it, cross the board, concept to doorstep, direct to home. We also build online company stores. So picture a sales team with 500 people that are international, right? And they're going to golf events and meetings and trade shows. And they want to, cl they closed a great deal and they want to make the clients that they just work with feel amazing and remember their brand and get that little personal touch on that. Well, we built stores where those teams could go on and essentially select apparel or a hard good promotional product like this or a really cool speaker like this. Where's the camera like that? Nice. Um, and essentially could pick those out and that might be something that they wear at that golf tournament that event so they're representing the brand they look like a million bucks and they feel like a million bucks because branding is about creating a feeling creating an inspiring experience right so that's what we do for thousands of universities and major corporations that you probably buy their products um i won't name drop any just in case they don't want me to but um we we're up to about uh eight thousand different clients that we work with right now wow yeah that's phenomenal now that's on all different levels right some might make one order in a year yeah. some are making thousands of orders at millions of dollar pace right so um all different sizes and uh our thing is we're not right for everybody right we're a premium so we like to consider ourselves to be kind of the mercedes-benz of um of the promotional product and apparel decoration distribution space. Mm. Now, I want to mention something about that for the audience. Those of you that you just heard that and went, oh, he must be expensive. Never mind. I'm going to tell you to put the earphones back on to listen. And what that means to you is that you need, when you go for a higher ticket client, this is the guy you want to work with. If you're selling a $5 widget, it's not going to work out. But if you have a high ticket item, a service, anything where you want to build a long-term relationship and you know that that client is going to be worth thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars over the lifetime, this is the kind of thing that you need. Um, I remember um, my, my first coach years ago, uh, he was a part of a pretty well-known group. Um, and I won't, won't name them, but it's a, a great group, but a men's group that um, was all about, you know, basically getting all your stuff together, your, your business, your personal life, your relationship, blah, blah, blah. And he and all his brethren from the, the group came back with these logo embossed black leather books. And I just started seeing pictures all over social media of them yep. posting and tagging these books. And the culture that was created, like not just from the people that were there, although those were the ones that were posting it, but everybody following going, oh, I want to be one of them. It's like being part of the club, being in the in crowd. And that's the power of a really great resource, like all the different options that Club Color offers, right? Yeah. And, and that is such a fantastic point, because think about it this way, right? If I have $10,000 in my budget to spend, right? That's been cleared by procurement. That's been cleared by finance. And I'm marketing. I'm an event planner. I'm HR, whatever it might be. I have $10,000 that I want to spend. You could spend that $10,000 in mass market and get some sort of a product where you have a plethora of them. And the reaction is terrible. 
So you give said product to new hire. New hire goes to the water cooler and it's got this pen, goes to write something down and the thing pops off or the sheet of paper that it's made on, that they're writing on rips off. Or the shirt that you gave them goes through two washes and frays and the embroidery, you know, is like pinching like this, right? right. Mm -hmm. They never wear it again. They're embarrassed of it. Yep. And the conversation that is happening now amongst the employees is, can you believe that they give us this crud? All the hard work we do, mm. all the effort we put in to represent this brand, and this is what they give us. So remember, when you're focusing on spend, it's not just marketing to the masses to create attention. It's creating a brand impression. Mm. What is the it, it's the amount of people that react to it, that social media play that you're talking about. There's companies that we see and some of them we don't even work with. Right. But we know that they're getting great representation, whether it was from us or somebody else, mm -hmm. because their employees are receiving this in some sort of a welcome kit or whatever it might be. And it's all over LinkedIn. And there's pride of them wearing that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. The other thing is when you go out to a restaurant on a Thursday night, let's say it's eight o'clock, not four o'clock where somebody likely would have just gone from work to you know, the right. pub or whatever. But let's say eight o'clock, had a chance to go home, got the kids and uh, hopped in the car and went out and they're still wearing something embroidered. They're still wearing, um, you know, something that the company provided that has a company logo on it. That's pride of brand. And that pride of brand is not only the systems, controls, the procedures, the culture, the environment, the, the products and services, but it's also the fact that whoever gave that product to them, whoever made that decision, recognize that they wanted them to wear it outside of work so now you have a walking billboard mm. right so it's got to be fashion forward it's got to be premium you want your employees to give you a premium output you need to provide them premium premium solutions premium branded products premium promotional products that they'll be proud to use and then they will stand at the mountaintop and talk about how brilliant your organization is and they will become the best recruiters for your organization that you have at your organization because employees know that the HR and the recruiting department is saying what they're supposed to say. But the guy in the warehouse or the person who's been there for six years in sales, showing that pride and saying it, that's the best recruiter you could ever have. Absolutely. Oh man. Yeah. That's and so many things are, are, are jumping into my head. Like um, I, there's no, no, uh, no secret on the show, but I also have a, a beard, brand like a, you got a beard, beard game man i mean yeah. it is what it is you got the hair rocking though right right well i mean we got you know we i mean i've i've got my own brand here and on in oh, my what is the brand hold on show me that again king's own reserve where do i get that can i get that in the chicagoland area uh very shortly you'll be able to right now we're we're in canada um in like the next it. three weeks we'll be uh across the u.s as well um, I need some of that Canadian love, man. Let's bring that down to Chicago. Well, I gotta keep this, be this beard shining, baby. We'll take care of you. I'll I'll, sh I'll shoot right. you some. I'll right. send you some. Yeah. Uh, but the and but it's interesting because there's been a few places where I've sourced some brands because we did some trade shows with that brand, um, and I ordered a bunch first for me before I ever wanted to put it for sale, and I get this hoodie and the sleeves all. Like, uh -huh. it's just not. I'm not letting my clients wear that with my logo on it. Like, I don't want that to be the experience. It's it's a representation of you and the way that you think about them. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to the to the novice eye. It doesn't seem that big, but you get enough you get enough bad reactions like that. You start to create a stir about your organization that you don't want. That takes a long time to undo and get back to the momentum. So, you know, it's really important that 
we factor in, and this isn't anything. So when we talk about price, anybody that really is focused only on price, either we've done a terrible job of selling or we've done a terrible job of getting our brand message across. Um, and we don't really get questioned a whole lot on price because of the way that we communicate with clients, the constant uh, intangible value that we add, meaning client says, I've done this event for three years. I just want to reorder. Now we could just take that order from the client, right? Hey, it's a guaranteed sale. They want to reorder. Just take the order. Or we could say, let me ask you a question. Tell me about the results you've had the last three events. Based on your spend, did you get the reaction you were looking for? Did people come up to you and say, this is absolutely amazing. I can't wait to meet with you further to discuss your pro your services. Did you set more appointments? Did more people come to your booth? Did your retention go up? Did productivity increase? Did morale increase, right? Did admissions improve? There you go, Mr. Admissions, former admissions director. Did yeah. admissions improve, right? If, the, if, if those things aren't happening, then, you know, you got to look at the holistic approach, but perhaps it's because... What you've provided the last three years doesn't provide that swag brag, man, that wow factor. You got to create a swag brag. I love that. Where people go, this is amazing, and they react to it. That's how you know. So we ask questions like, what was the reaction? What were you looking to gain? And then we might come back to you and go, I know you wanted this. Here's six things we've seen the best reaction from with other clients. This would be what we would recommend. It's cl close to or similar to your price point. Or if you really want to get major value and big time reaction, here's a, here's an option that we would recommend. And then ultimately, whatever the client decides to decide. But we don't just take orders, right? We want to create reaction. Exactly. No, I love it. Uh, I feel like we could talk for hours and hours. Um, and maybe we'll need to have you back on for a second conversation <laughs> after I have in my hands what I'm going to openly commit to, uh, to, to buy from you on yes. the interwebs here, on the YouTubes, on the podcast, the wherever. WWWs. Right, exactly. Um, and so those of you that know me really well know that back in the day, I really enjoyed wrestling. And now I've recently um, brought that back up. And in a when I was actually a, a director of admissions at one of the online universities, I was enrollment manager at another one. And one thing that got the most pop, if you will, the most level of excitement was introducing these very simple I don't know, 20 or 30 dollar world wrestling entertainment belts and i'm going to show Woo! you one on here this is this is the one that i originally had this old john cena world champion spinner yep. on it yeah um and this created so much hype in the physical center whenever somebody would get a sale or book an appointment or whatever it was they would be able to put the belt up on their little shelf in their cubicle and to show the world. And even in the online space, I've been able to, to translate this simple thing to being able to just hand it over the webcam hypothetically to the rep yeah. and they Love will it. pretend to receive it. Um, and it creates so much energy. But the one thing that I wanted to change is I don't want to do it with a little 20 or $30 plastic belt, but I also don't want to go and invest. 500 or a thousand dollars in a world wrestling entertainment belt that's for sales. And so I came up while I was checking out uh, John, well, actually the club colors, Instagram, I saw this belt that had been created. And I want you to tell the, the audience about this belt. Cause it's, 
Yeah. I, yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can show it. I don't know if I can or not, but um, tell tell the audience about the belt, what it is, the one that Absolutely. the one specific on Instagram. Yeah. So um, we've got, you know, KPIs just like any other organization. And so we've got kind of a formula that is based on client satisfaction, hitting budget, hitting all the activity measures required um, outputs and inputs. Right. Uh, to make sure you get the holistic and whomever is the best in that formula each month gets the sales championship belt. What we do is uh, so we got this belt four years ago. It is customized. Um, has our logos on it, and we can essentially source these and have done several for our client partners, and we are going to do one for Jeremy as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll put your logo on it, your company logo on it, and then we can put anything else that you want on there. So it's got the main the main piece, right? And then it's got two side pieces. It is a real belt. I'm talking this thing weighs, you know, eight pounds I mean, or whatever. I don't know. I'm not good with weights, right? But <laughs> literally, I'm not good with weights. Look at me. I'm scrawny. Uh, but it is – It is. Uh, it's a real belt leather. I mean, it's it's real and it's not uh, it's not breaking the bank. So every month, whomever the winner is, the first week of the following month, once all the stats and everything of the numbers are done, we have a sales championship belt ceremony. So the sales managers, division managers, ownership, we get up and we talk about all the folks that performed at a uh, tremendous level. By the way, folks, hitting budget is a minimum standard of performance, okay? That's not that's not your goal. That's not a tremendous achievement, right? Congratulations, you hit the minimum standard of, of performance, okay? Yeah, Let's factor in that exceeding that at a high, high level, that's where we're trying to get to. Not, not budget, we're trying to crush budget, right. right? And on behalf of our clients. So this belt, uh, we hand over, it's handed over. We give a little speech, talk about the stats, get everyone riled up. And then we take a bunch of pictures, create social media content. Mm -hmm. And that belt sits at the desk of that person that won it. And the cool thing is we do probably one or two tours a week in a really good week. Sometimes it's, you know, one every other. But in a good week, we might do one or two tours. And we always stop at that desk to say this is our champion right now. Mm -hmm. So you want to tell me if you're a sales manager, that's not going to get that person to have an extra hour of energy, uh, two hours of energy, a week of energy, whatever it is, where they feel like a champion. Moreover, we're all doing Zoom calls now, right? So if I'm a sales uh, person, I won that championship belt, that belt's sitting right by me. And, you know, your prospective client goes, what's that? And you go, well, I happen to win the sales championship belt this month. I've won it five times in three years or whatever it might be. And that person goes, great. I'm working with a winner. Absolutely. OK, I'm going to try now. I know some of you guys are watching this live um, to my team. If I'm about to mess up this share because I want to show this picture for the video purposes. If I mess it up, we'll take care of the editing. <laughs> so if you get this live, you might. Um, I don't know what this is going to look like. I'm going to try to share it. There it is. That's oh, Caitlin. There we go. That's Caitlin. They're winning the belt. There she is. There we go. All right. So um, if you can see that, yeah, this, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. And I love that um, you've got the option to, to put, you know, the, the three different pieces. And it looks like the center says clothing champion. Or cha it says a uh, closing champion, closing, right? Closing, and then yep. uh, one says MVP mm -hmm. and the other right. one says sales champion. Sales. I love it. Beautiful. And then the logo and the big logo in the middle. I love it. We might be due for a new one. So when we get you yours, we might get a new one. And that one might might just go in like a case, right? Like the OD <laughs> belt, right? In the case. The, the gonna, Hall of we Fame. We might have to jazz that up a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I'm pumped. Like, I will openly put, commit on the air. 
um, to I, I want a, a sales team rescue belt, um, or maybe we'll call it something else. But we'll we'll chat. Well, because there there will be the belt. The belt will be here. Right Done on. Deal. Um, now I want to hit you. First of all, thank you for sharing that with us because I'm excited. And and um, if you're listening or watching this. No matter where you are, whether you're a sales rep or sales manager or a CEO, I want you to truly consider what do you have? And I've done some crazy things in my day to get the team fired up. Like um, you might be able to see behind me here, this little M&M that I have. Yeah. So, so my team makes fun of me for having this because they're like, dude, you look so unprofessional with like an M&M thing. That M&M dispenser sat on my cubicle when I was an enrollment manager. And when somebody closed a sale for the day or not for the day, but like in the moment they go up, they grab a hold of this little arm and they go hammer down. I don't know where I came out with hammer down. They have to say hammer down and they got an M&M and they got pumped. It was this big thing. Like it was the equivalent of ringing a, a, the bell in the car dealership or whatever. Right. Oh, we got a gong too, man. Yeah. yeah. I've got. Oh yeah. We got two huge here. gongs, like like 22 inches, man. Nice. These things ring out. And, and, and this, this stuff, like if you've never experienced it, you don't realize how much of an impact you can have. So if you are someone that is on the verge of you know wanting to level up your sales team and you just think it's a morale thing, they're not, they're not getting excited. Um, there's probably many, many components to that. But one thing that I would consider is one, talk to John and see what you can bring in. It doesn't have to be expensive. A, a belt like this, you know, it, it will last you years. I mean, my little Can twenty. I tell you one we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so you know, Masters is coming up, right? And I mm -hmm. won't tell you the name of the company, but their their color is royal blue. Nice. So, uh, and they're they're in a more professional type of a sales, mm -hmm. um, you know, type of a, a like a white collar kind of a sale, like advisement kind of a thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, depending upon whatever industry you're in, the demographic of your people and so on and so forth, you might want to consider one thing versus another versus another. So I think they kind of crowdsourced their sales team was like, would you rather have this or this or this? Nice. So what they agreed on was they wanted a royal blue blazer. Okay. Like the master yeah. jacket. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing a patch with their logo on it. That's going to have like, um, it'll be on brand guidelines, but it's going to have like an extra and it's like salesperson of the month. Right. Nice. And it, we're going to do a custom lining. So in the side of the jacket, it'll be a white silky lining with their logo just all over it. And it. so whoever wins that will hang that jacket up at their desk or, you know, we'll wear it for a period of time or whatever it might be. And that's going to be their thing. Oh, I love it. And then at the end of the year, they're going to case it. And that'll be the that'll be and it'll have like a little plaque mm -hmm. with the 12 champions of that year and each month engraved. Oh, Amazing. for all time so that jacket will go they'll order another one i love it and love so it. now you're creating legacy pieces yeah you're gonna you're gonna have me buy more than just a belt we keep talking we're gonna have to end this show let's soon. go man <laughs> all right let's all right. i want to dive into the lightning round because i want to get right, to know you a little go. bit more all right john so welcome to the lightning round <sighs> gotta use the mic that was wrestling right? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen um question number one who it was question number one. <laughs> I'm all excited <laughs> about the belts. Now I'm just like the champion. Yeah. I'm ready to quote wrestling. Oh my goodness. No. All right. Question number one. What is one or sorry. We all know coffee is for closers. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite coffee or comparable drink? Um. Well, my I'm I love root beer. 
Okay. I absolutely love root beer. I am 23 days sober. And when this is as of right now, awesome. Um, I would have had a different answer uh, probably 24 days ago. I would have said Modelo <laughs> uh, was my drink of choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, yes, I'm a big time coffee nut. Uh, but I also, as I get older, have more and more trouble sleeping and wake up in pain. Um, so I need to have less caffeine. So root beer has no caffeine in it, right? At least the kind I get. Mm-hmm. And there's something about it just makes me feel good. So I, I I'm like a root it. beer dude. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Next question. What is one book or movie that you would re- recommend to a sales professional? Uh, good to great. Good to great. Ah, that is a great one. Good to great. Yeah, we actually give that out in our welcome kit when we hire salespeople. That comes in a backpack that's logoed, and that's in there with a bunch of other promotional products. We want to get the mindset right, and we also want them to understand that we're big believers in getting great people on the bus, and then we'll figure out what seat they sit in. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes, you know, you might join our club our club colors team in one role. We'll analyze, and, and if you're not working out there, it doesn't mean that we just ship you out, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to find a spot for you. Uh, where you can, especially if you're a great culture fit, right, and you're a brand champion and you believe in it and you're an uplifting, inspiring person and you mean well and you just a good human, we'll find you a spot mm. on that bus. I love it. I love it. Now, who's someone that's been a mentor to you in your life? Oh, gosh, I have so many. Um, and I don't want to offend anyone in in. Um, whatever my answer is. I'm going to go with what's hot right now in my mind, and I'm going to say two people, Chris Tossi and Jeff Balmay, who are the co-CEOs here. That may sound cheesy, right? And I don't mean it in that, ter- in that term. Um, and I'm certainly not saying that because I'm, like, trying to get, you know, in their good graces. I'm kind of in their good you're, you're trying to You're trying to get Jeremy that belt for free. I see. Yeah, I'm trying to get Jeremy that belt. We're getting you a discount, baby. <laughs> um, so I'm saying that because, like, for instance, last night I got a call at 8.15, on a what day was Tuesday mm-hmm. and you know it was like can you take a call yes I can got a call 8 15 and it was Chris just going I'm really proud of you look I want to make sure that your family's good is everything okay um you know I understand that there's other folks that do that I'm sure but can't tell you how much that just lights you up and makes you want to just fight harder and harder and harder and there was no intent to the call. It was genuine. He wasn't asking me to do so. It was, you know, some people call you over like, how you doing? Da, 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 da. And there's like, can you do this for me? That was not that, right? It was just purely, I love you. You're doing fantastic. I'm here for you. You know, breathe if family stuff gets big, right? Got mm-hmm. some family stuff going on with in-laws and such being sick. Um, and it was just that call. Oh, well, I've sprung out of bed at 5 a.m. this morning. Couldn't wait to come in. Right. Amazing. So that's that. That's phenomenal. And it makes me want to be that for other people. Right. Right. It's 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 inspiring. It's it's like the one of the most impactful forms, I think, of the whole idea of pay it forward, just being sincere to someone and letting you know they matter to you. And it's going to you're going to naturally want to pass that on. One hundred percent. You know, I'm a Gary V guy and I know mm-hmm. some people think he's. I guess doing it right. Like he's got all the hands, his whole thing. But I, his message is really cool. And whatever people want to think about anything you think. But for me, one of the things that he said is, you know, the greatest marketing strategy you could have is kindness. Mm. Yep. 
And I, I mean, I don't know how to say that better. I think it's, that's just such a truth. And I don't think there's been enough kindness in business and in leadership and in management style. And I really found that here. It's the person first, the client second, club colors third. Mm -hmm. And gosh, that's really interesting because we have so much pride of brand. Mm -hmm. But if a group of individuals succeed at their highest level, the brand wins. Absolutely. That's phenomenal. Thank you for sharing that. Yep. My last question of the lightning round Maybe. is, you ready? I'm ready. What's the strangest thing you do in your daily routine to keep you on your game? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, they they call me Johnny Refresh. Okay. I hit the refresh button button on the scoreboard, <laughs> uh, like a lot. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see the number moving up, man. I I just it 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 just it's big for me. Um, and one thing that we that we put in place at Club Colors, we use Teams, Microsoft Teams, mm -hmm. for inner office communication. And um, when I came in as a sales manager, one of the things that I really wanted to instill was um, a a culture of wind sharing, uh, where folks build momentum off of the success of others, and that inspires them to want to succeed because they want to share, and that creates a collaborative environment. And, you know, wins breed wins. Success breeds success, right? So um, I, we are in constant communication. And it, this is what fuels me and fires me up is, is to see, like, somebody going, hey, just got this order with so-and-so. This is how it started. Um, had to overcome this. Worked it out with a client. Client loves us. Gave me three referrals for the professionalism that we had in that process. And so I'm on teams a lot scrolling through that going, all right, cool. He did that. She did that. She did that. He did it. Right. And that just lifts me up. I'm like, man, I got to do something now so I can put something up there. Right. Right. Yeah. And then I hit the refresh button to see where the numbers are. <laughs> I love it. A John, lot. Johnny a refresh. Lot. Johnny refresh. I love it. Well, thanks so much for, for putting up with my lightning round <laughs> um, and, and for being a guest. Um, so let's talk about where our audience can find you. One, you've got the website. Yes. Yep. Okay. Website. You is... can find me at 420 East State Parkway, Schaumburg, Illinois. Stop in. I'll give you a tour. Love so you it. can do that. Love it. Um, you can check out my LinkedIn page. You're going to see two clovers in front of my name. I'm not only Irish, but I also am trying to catch those AI bots slipping in my DMs, sending me six paragraph DMs, want me to buy stuff that I don't need. You, you get the stiff arm. If you want to pitch slap me, I stiff arm you. If you want to get to know me, I let you in. And you'll have a shot to win. Um, you can also find us on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify on our podcast, In the Club, podcast powered by Club Colors, where we interview our clients, prospective clients, and big-time influencers. And uh, we are gaining traction there and that we are gaining sponsorship um, and promoting not only our guests, but also organizations that want to be heard and want to extend their reach. So that has been really tremendous, and we're really excited about that. And then, of course, all of our Club Colors pages. Um, I will tell you this, right? We don't spend a whole lot of time showing you product mm. because there's 9 million SKUs that we can put together. And by the way, we don't have a catalog. We are the catalog, right? We want to know your, your end game, your solutions you need, and we'll figure out the product for you. So what you're going to get a lot of is team inspiration knowledge expertise and ideas well i love even the like the top of the website at clubcolors.com 
just creating inspiring brand experiences. And yes. And in that, it's just this amazing image of mountains and, and the scroll. And it's, yeah, it's just a very, very well created web. Did you guys create that website as well? Our CEO built that. That's beautiful. Yeah. So that's... we've got one CEO. That's the IT uh, guru that's building an ERP, a custom ERP that we are going to be doing. So he's doing that. He's wow. kind of a IT genius in that regard, working with a team to build that. And then our other CEO, Chris, who handles more uh, sales, marketing, communications, PR, all that. He built that website in about with uh, our design lab, which is our marketing team. And they built it. And that's something that we can do for clients as well. It's it's beautiful. Um, Cheers. I'm seeing I'm seeing the different boxes. And anyway, I don't want to get distracted by all the cool stuff you have. Um, but guys, if you want to level up your brand, whether it's brand recognition to your clients, your prospects, whether it's to your team, whether it's just having a little something to, to fire up the sales team a little more, like like a belt or a jacket, um, you know, reach out to John and, you know, he's sitting there ready to click the refresh button. On, on it will the sales be numbers, right? I'll, and I'll, I will respond. I tr trust me, that'll happen. <laughs> I love it. But reach out clubcolors.com or find him all over the place. John Morris. He's the man and about to be the official supplier of belts to Sales Team Rescue. So, yes. John, and you're going to supply me with that beard wax, man. I absolutely. That. We'll get that. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get that beard bomb right over to you for sure. So thanks I so much it. for being here. I appreciate it. And for those of you that are watching and are listening, thank you so much again for joining us for this episode of Sales Team Rescue. Remember, if you want to catch the replay of this episode of previous episodes, go to salesteamrescue.com. And if you are ready to level up your sales team and want to book a meeting with yours truly, that link as well is at salesteamrescue.com. We will see you right here next week on Sales Team Rescue. Cheers, guys. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.